0: Welcome. This is Up in the Booth, week to week NFL picks, NBA, NCAA football and basketball, fantasy stats and bet risk, all in one place. With co-host Hells and of course me, Chris Rise, here to give you
1: your earful. Let's get it.
0: Hells, what's up, buddy? How you doing today? What's going on, boys?
2: Happy Friday.
0: That it is. TGIF is what they say. Literally, right? TGIF is right. What a fucking day, man. No. Dude, I'm I'm exhausted, to be honest. <laughs> glad <laughs> glad we're home. Glad we're relaxing and, you know, talking about our, our favorite team. Right? I no,
2: hear you, you. Got a little crown and burners right now going. Relaxing. Ooh. Talk some football, baby.
1: Well, I want
0: to I wanna start here, um, t- t- uh, just so everybody knows, everybody listening, um, we're going to do a lot of Lions-specific stuff today. Um, as everybody knows that's close to Helzer and I, we are Detroit Lions fans, we are Detroit sports fans. Um, we wanted to get a little bit into this, so uh, I want to start with the offensive coaching uh, candidates here for the, the Detroit Lions we have a scenario going no don't even say it don't even say our it offense, not saying that yet offensive <laughs> coordinator was just fired from the team that being uh jim bob and I actually have we a are now story about that. On a search. we're now on a search so go ahead go ahead
2: so i was at me and my brother were at uh the lions um it was like my nephew's uh he was like got to go around the Ford field and he got like no one was there and you had to go through the locker and stuff like that well me and my brother snuck in and we actually went in there we were going to steal a jim bob cooter sign <laughs> and uh it was just funny because we're like oh, he's probably not going to be here next year anyway
0: and uh well, look what happens there you go <laughs> that's funny was that a pretty ironic scenario there huh all right, so first off, Elzer, I wanted to talk about this Shane Waldron guy. Um, he is the passing game coordinator for the Rams as of right now. now what a, you, go ahead. I was just going to say, what are your opinions on him? What, what do you think on him? That did, I'm going to come out right now. This is probably one of my favorite, if not my favorite guys on this list. And what I like about him most is
2: that he was
0: managing the games and the clock from what I was hearing. Right, and and then don't I'm not trying to be biased because the Rams are a good team this year. This is not at all why I want him. No, he's Although a hot. That is a plus. That's a that's a plus. But no, this guy has a background. So go ahead. So yeah, that's what I would say. I mean, he he manages the clock. He he does,
2: like I said, he gets the tight ends involved too. You know what I mean? But I think the best thing about this guy is he spreads the ball around evenly. You know, you got a dominant right. run game, but at the same time, like they don't have that good of tight ends, but they still use him. But the thing I like most is he spreads the ball around. You see Cooks when he was there. You see when Cup was there. You see Josh. Also, when he's there. Look, look
0: at look at Jared Goff now, and and how well he's become. You know, like he is, he's a superior athlete now. And and years ago when he was drafted, we all doubted this. So I
2: think that was the Jeff
0: Fisher personally. I think he just didn't little, really no, know I how to develop. That, but I think uh this guy understands his quarterbacks more and therefore Jared Goff was you know, he could settle into the offense easily. But um no, I think this guy understands and I understands he understands how to utilize what we have too or what they have too. So I think he'd be a very great great guy here in Detroit. Yeah, I
2: couldn't agree with you more, Razi.
0: Second guy I got on the list here is uh, Nathaniel Hackett. Now, a lot of people might say boo to this, and I can see why coming from the Jaguars coaching staff, but uh, former offensive coordinator for the Jags. Now, hear me out. Dude, he's got the run game going with Leonard Fournether, and he knew how to develop a young running back. So, there's that also. How good is Blake Bortles? Can we really blame the passing game on this guy, or can we blame it more on Blake Bortles?
2: Um, I blame it a lack of receivers and Blake Bortles. Um,
0: I think we, that's something that we can find out in the future, and something that you can't really judge right now. So I think he's also a good candidate because he has a a, a, a good upside, right? Especially um, because we have carry on being. I a don't young mind
2: backer. it. I just this is such a passing offense league where I think like his he's not as strong as it passes you, heard, it you right. heard
0: what Bob Quinn said today.
2: He they wants want to, want to be, more be a more run
0: game. You know what anyway. though?
2: I understand that and I mean who doesn't want to be a more balanced team but it's running running the football is it's so cliche if you run the ball more than you pass. I don't know anybody that runs the ball more than they pass. Maybe other than Seattle or Dallas. I wouldn't say Jacksonville's that anymore. And, I mean, Baltimore runs it pretty good too, but they're starting to pass more with the RPO. I think if we can get someone that can roll with the RPO with Stafford in the no huddle, I just think it would help out tremendously. I like Hackett, don't get me wrong, but – at the same time, it's just like this is a passing league, and uh there really isn't really had that much success in the passing game. So I'd be more leery on that. But I do like what you say about the rocket. I
0: think I think he's got an upside. I don't necessarily think he's the better candidate on this list. Something no, I agree. I already said already saying Aldrin is my top guy. Uh Nathaniel Hackett is not number two. So um I'm gonna move on to Dirk Cotter, former head coach of Tampa here. What do you think about him?
2: This one's tough, man. I mean this this one could go either way. Was he was he the uh, offensive coordinator there? Is that who we talking about? Mm, he was the head coach. Oh no, I'm talking about Tampa Bay's offensive coordinator. I would like a shot at Tampa Bay's offensive coordinator. Um I can't think of his name right now, but they had just as good of a scoring offense. Yeah, I know it's Kansas City
0: about.
2: and yeah. uh the Rams for that team. And I think that's pretty good especially for the talent that they had in that team. I wouldn't mind giving him a shot. So, but I think he could land a head coaching job. I can't think of his name right now, it's bugging me, but
0: I can't either. I know what you're talking about, though.
2: But I think my, my number shot.
0: two guy here is uh, I'm gonna go ahead and write another one Adam Gase, former head coach of Miami. See, uh, I, he, I like
2: this one a lot, but I think he has gonna, a lot
0: of roots in Michigan.
2: Yeah, I think he's gonna get a head coaching job. I really do.
0: I believe so too, but he's kind of been on the carousel of that one, huh?
2: Yeah, he ain't going to Cleveland, like everybody's saying. I mean, he had Landry there in Miami, and they had a bad relationship. So why would he go to Cleveland? That would make no sense to me. Even though he can develop the quarterbacks pretty good, unless they could get over it. But that is just kind of a weird situation to
0: me. Oh, I agree. Now, the last one here before I get to the nitty-gritty. Um, Chad O'Shea, wide receiver coach, New England.
2: I see this one right here. This is a New England tie. I uh, I don't really see a lot of wide receiver coach do anything like this. But if, if it's for the passing and you can get a good interview and you can kind of buy into what they're saying and kind of let Stafford be more of the guy calling the shots, if that makes sense, then I I wouldn't I wouldn't propose it. Is so that sure. is that a good thing though? I is um, that a good thing though? I don't think people let him do that. I think people have like. Kind of lock Stafford up and, like, you know, like, pretty much, you know, this is what we're going to run. Run it. I, I, when he's out there in the fourth quarter, he's calling his own plays. And yeah, you know, I said they might not be in the right defense, but even it in the comebacks. Career it's just it's just interesting you know i want to see, i kind of want to see it but i think yeah, it's a long shot right there The one i was gonna say roz if you have time is uh charlie Weiss. of course what about that one i've been hearing a lot of rumors of that lately and he could come back to the he's not really good head coach but offensive coordinator you can't deny he uh, was pretty decent
0: he had he had a good run at offensive coordinator and uh i did hear some some shit about that not too long ago a little bit before all this kind of opened up but uh yeah, that.
2: He's a balanced I, guy too. He is. He is a Bob Quinn balanced offense.
0: Yeah, the only thing I have to say would be negative about him is just the fact that he hasn't. He doesn't have a refreshed memory right now. You exactly, know
2: what I mean? and that's what I was just gonna say. You hit it right in the head. I think it's been a little too long. That the games changed, kind of like the Gruden thing. You know, I, I think yeah, Gruden hiring yeah. Mike Mayock was huge, man. I mean, if we have time to talk about that, that was a beautiful Dude. hire.
0: Yeah, we'll talk about that another time. But yeah, dude, that was very nice about them.
2: So I think I
0: want to talk about that when we get closer to the draft here.
2: Yeah, I think you're right though with the whole thing how it's not really refreshed. Uh, <coughs> definitely give him an interview though. Alright, buddy. Yeah, choking on uh, some uh, <laughs> Verners and crown. All
0: right, mm-hmm. let's get to the nitty gritty, man. Um, unfortunately, this is one that I do not want. If you can tell, um, George Gatsy. Quarterback coach for the Lions already.
2: And if this happens, I will literally—I don't know what I would do. I why mean, particularly? my season tickets are definitely. You, don't, be in you don't know
0: what he can do or what he can't do. Why? Why from you? What specifically deterred you from this?
2: What intrigues me is that Stafford controls the whole organization. If this happens, because he's their quarterback coach, one. First of all, the quarterback coach was to get you prepared for the game. So that right there, he fails. And second of all, I just feel like. We need to go outside of the organization. I think staffords he doesn't want to learn a new system. And what I say that is because he's comfortable. I don't think he wants to push himself. And I think if you hire a here, we're just going to get the same result. We need someone to come in here and change the way Stafford is. Or if he doesn't like it, he can get the hell out of here. This is a different league. You need to score points. I understand you want to have a balanced offense, but if you want to keep promoting guys in your system and your system's not working, I just, I have, I'm, I don't like that at all.
0: I'm with you, man. And that's why I don't like (laughs) is because the fact that I just don't want something within New York. Exactly. Do you have any other guys, uh, any other candidates? Um, you know, I really,
2: I really think it's going to be between, like you said, the Rams, um, with the with the game manager guy, and then I think it's gonna be between Godsey. I would love, I guess, to give that guy from Tampa Bay a shot. I mean, his offense definitely—you can do something there. I mean, I want someone that's gonna do the RPO, and I don't know if Stafford's that quarterback. But no, it's... I
0: think that's what's what's becoming. No, even though I think it's really overrated right now, and I think the RPO is a lot more overtalked than when an RPO really happens like when the announcers like oh that was an RPO i don't think necessarily every play is an RPO like they're building up to be but um no i think the RPO the legit RPOs in the league right now are working and uh a lot a lot of teams are trying to replicate that kind of stuff right now and that that's that's a good point
2: and the, the thing i would say on this one is is my dream one would be Adam Case I what I like about Adam GaSe is he opens up the offense and he throws the ball downfield. And we have well, Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones and whoever else we're gonna get here soon. Um, I just think like those are down the field guys. You can't really do a short. You can do a short passing game, but why not take a shot if you got those guys? You know, throw a fifty fifty ball up to Kenny Galladay. So,
0: right, right. No, I think uh, I think it's gonna be between Shane Waldron, Nathaniel Hackett, Shadow State from New England, and uh, like you said, George Godsey.
2: Yeah, I think Godsey's the front runner, and it just it just sucks.
0: No, don't say that shit. I'm not even. I I think he is. No, no. This is the Lions, man. No,
2: fuck that, dude. I know, I know. Like I said, that might put my season tickets in jeopardy. I mean, I love football, so probably not. But it's just if they go to Godsey and it keeps the effort. I mean, this is. We're kind of in the same year that we're gonna have next year no matter what we do. Even if we get Antonio Brown, we have God sees the coordinator. There's no way we're not gonna get Antonio Brown.
0: I really want to discuss these positional needs for uh for our team here. I got a list here of my own that I think that we need and uh, I think that most everyone can agree on these. Um if you have any to add, I'd like you to in the end here. All right.
2: Absolutely, brother.
0: Alright, so number one I think uh we need a defensive end slash outside linebacker, one or the other. Um somebody that can play defensive end if it is an outside linebacker. Um I think you got I s- mine. I'm not sure yet. I'm thinking more of uh a Devin White. I got uh favorite, favorite player. Yeah, I I agree on that one. Um a Devin White, you know, Zach Allen from Boston College. We got uh Nah, uh, Jakai Polite from Florida. Uh, Not a bad yeah, one either, yeah. But, um, cornerback here, this is, uh, this is a, I think we need somebody very, very good that's gonna, yeah, somebody. I wouldn't mind taking one in the first round. It.
2: You know what I mean? Even trade down a little bit, or if Greedy's there, take. I wouldn't mind taking yeah. Greedy.
0: So on my list here for uh, cornerbacks, I have uh, Greedy, of course, number one, but I don't know if we'll get him being at number eight. Um, my other corners here is uh, DeAndre Baker from Georgia.
2: Love, love DeAndre Baker.
0: And then um, Byron Murphy out of Washington. I re- I I, I, li- I watched him late in the season. I really I really like this performance. I think that kid has a lot of heart there, so that, that could be a sneaky pick, too. Um, Bryce Hall out of Virginia. And uh, you got any others, cornerback-wise?
2: Uh, yeah, I like uh, Michael Jackson Sr. from Miami.
0: He's a six-one,
2: two hundred 200 pounds. He's been there pretty good. He's a senior redshirt, too, so, I mean, he's definitely been there. Uh, he's actually a decent punt returner, too, but he's he doesn't really get picks or anything like that, but he –
0: He's really good at pass deflection. Oh, that's what that's what Slay's good at and that's what I love. So
2: Yeah, he's he's good at pass deflection. So I mean I, I think he he'd be a solid one and maybe in the fifth, fourth or fifth round.
0: All right. I like that too, that that late pick there. So next position I have here is tight end brother. I think this is a need that we uh ooh, ooh, we ooh. need to grab too. Um my number one guy I have here is um Albert Akwick Bunim. Uh Correct me if I'm wrong, there. I don't know how to say his last name but He's out We're of Missouri. We're going to call him
2: Albert Okwa.
0: Okwu. Okwa. All right. That's cool with me, dude. Um, yeah, I think he's a good guy there. Um, Irv Smith out of Alabama, of course. That's my dude
2: right there, man. Um,
0: he's he's definitely a top guy. I think uh, we can grab him late. Noah Fant out of Iowa. Uh, a stud last uh, late season. And uh, who else do I have here? I have Caleb Wilson out of UCLA um uh, he was not more a, bad of a stud last year not so much this year and i think that was a lot to do with rosen but um i think uh i think he's under the radar as well so you got any other guys to try then
2: no no i would like Z- i want to see how this goes i think zach gentry if you can get him in the fifth or sixth for a red zone target at least i think he would be fine not even being biased but i just i really love his size
0: right right not he just it.
2: declared but Irv Smith Junior. That's that's my guy, man. I just yeah, I think he, he reminds has a... me of an OJ Howard clone, and that you know OJ Howard went to Alabama too. So he has
0: a lot of a lot of upside there. He's got a lot of athleticism.
2: He never goes down after the first contact, which is very nice to see with the tight end. Hands are great. I mean, it, it just you probably got to work on your route running, but that's going to come in time. Uh-oh, not not many good, not many good tight ends come out. You know, in the first three years, look at Ebron. It took him a while to groom. And I, you really don't see tight ends hit that much, so that it would be kinda it would be kinda weird to spend a pick like that on a tight end. But I mean you kinda gotta risk it to get the biscuit at this point with you know. Lou I don't Wilson. even think you'd have to go
0: up that high to get Er Smith. I think you can maybe get I mean, him maybe in the second round. round. I
2: second think or...
0: third. I think third? I think third.
2: I think a good combine he could work his way up to the middle of the second.
0: Yeah, that is a good point. Another guy I got here, uh I'm on uh, offensive guard at tackle. Well, offensive guard, I got
2: uh, bowl Benchmanu or whatever from uh, uh, Wisconsin. These Wisconsin lineman. you know, I you love your Wisconsin linemen, Roz.
0: Love my Wisconsin boys. Yeah,
2: he's he's a really good player. Um, like I said, he's 6'6", 315. I mean, he's he's pretty much one of the anchors of that line. You can honestly, he's in there right here. He says he could get him in the third round. So I mean I think a guard, especially for the Lions, like if TJ Lane, which I heard they actually might bring him back, but I'll only they'd probably cut him first and then sign him again to a, a deal because he doesn't might not want to play nowhere else. So we'll see how that goes. But um yeah, I mean I wouldn't mind that one right there. That's one of the guys I got for a good value.
0: All right. I got a couple here as well. I got uh Dalton Risner out of Kansas State. I think that's a really good one there. I think um, we have Greg Little out of Ole Miss. Those are two tackles that I got on my list here.
2: Greg Little, man, that's Jonah, – Jonah Williams and Greg Little, those are going to – I think they're going to go both in the top 10, top 15. I think the more it goes on, the left tackle is huge. I think yeah. someone's going to want to get them left tackles, especially the best ones in the draft, and just anchor, you know, their franchise quarterback. I mean, I could even see the Jets doing something like that at three if or trading down and get – someone's going to trade down and get a lineman, I feel like, this Fuck year. Fuck that.
0: Let's specifically talk these Lions, damn it.
2: But yeah, I don't know. I don't like the. T- I think the Wagner. I think Wagner's gonna stay.
0: He is. That's and how I, I.
2: like Terrell Crosby. I really liked that pick last year. I told you about that for a fifth round.
0: He came in a couple times this year and he did decent. So. uh – I didn't specifically get the Watson to be honest. Yeah, I he, like. Yeah, I like definitely this I there, kid. Um, receiver man. Um, I think we should. Uh, Get a little slot guy here.
2: Guy or someone in the th- in at least the top three rounds. I wouldn't mind taking a trade down and getting one in the first. I know that sounds crazy, but if you can get enough picks, this draft is loaded with defense. Yeah.
0: Loaded. Oh, of course. I got uh for receivers on my list here, though. I have A.J. Brown out of Ole Miss, and that is Antonio Brown's cousin. Yes. um, I think he would be fantastic to grab, but, of course, he's going to be a uh, top pick there. Um, Kelvin Harmon, out of uh, NC State. We got our uh, Whiteside side out of Stanford. I got DK Metcalf. I'm not sure if this is his nephew or his son, but uh, DK Metcalf is Eric you, man, Metcalf. If anybody from the Browns monster. nation is familiar with him, uh, yeah, DK Metcalf, receiver out of Ole Miss as well. Um, yeah, that's about all I have there. Actually, I got another
2: guy, one of my favorites, and you know, we talked about this the other day. Uh, Paris Campbell from Ohio State, six foot, 205 pounds, is projected 40 times, a 4.35, projected to tie, or he could be in the running to beat John Ross. This guy is an absolute playmaker. He turns into a running back after he catches the ball. he has he only made thirteen receptions in uh, 20, 2016, but he get got better and better each time. And his role this year was huge. Um, he had forty receptions for five hundred eighty four yards and three touchdowns. And like I said, that was just he. I don't know. I just the way you watch this guy play, he reminds you of uh, Curtis Samuel there, but a more polished version. And another one of my guys I like is this Debo Samuel. He's one of the best names in the draft. Debo Samuel's from South Carolina. He had 58 receptions for 849 yards and nine touchdowns. He's six Love foot two hundred eight pounds, and he could probably run about to say a four or five. But his route running is very good. Um, he's explosive, and you know he's he could be honestly an early second round pick. So I, I think he's huge. And then my one of my like really deep deep sleepers in this one is Colin Johnson. I know the Lions probably don't need this right here, but he reminds me. Like of a Plaxico Burris. He's 6'5", technically 6'6", it says right here. And he's 220 pounds. Is this pounds. kid out of Texas? Yes, he's a monster.
0: You know, speaking of that team, their other receiver, uh, Lil Humphrey, he yep. is a spectacular kid as well. I wouldn't mind having him either.
2: Right. And, you know, it's just – like I said, Texas is getting back on the map. you got to love it. But, yeah, those are my guy. I really like this Campbell guy, though. And David Sills from West Virginia is pretty good, too. You like your boy Riley Ridley. I know you like him. You can get some of these guys in the third yes. or fourth round, and they could come in and at least compete for that third spot, which I'm all for that. Yeah. If you want to go defense your first two, go ahead. You want to get a tight end in your second round pick and get defense your first, get the best player available, I'm all for that. There's really nothing the Lions can do wrong. The only thing I think they can do wrong is if they grab a center because, obviously, <laughs> they have so much. Like They got Glasgow and Ragnar. Everything else is almost fair game. Even a defensive tackle, I wouldn't mind it. I, I think that's our second best position now, which is crazy to say after wh- how the beginning of the year started, but just adding snacks and the way A'shaun developed and how hand is that three that three guy for that 3-4, and sometimes he can play in the defensive tackle spot. I mean, I think you're set there. So I think Ed Oliver right there, too. You can almost kind of wipe that off, too, because he can't. We need a guy on the outside, even though how great of a talent he is, unless you plan on doing something with A'shaun, but I doubt that's the case.
0: I agree. I agree, dude. Um, last position, other than quarterback, which I'm not really going to go over right now. Um, what are some running backs that you think uh, would would be a good compliment right now to carry on Johnson? Um, of course, we can go people like you know Bryce Love. Yeah, let's like go. But I think that's just too high. I think um, I like uh, I like Benny Snell. Even though yep, I kind of talked a little down on him last episode, I like Benny Snell. I like, uh, kind of like Justice Hill.
2: Justice Hill's pretty I like pretty L.J. Scott.
0: Too. L.J. Scott's back, yeah, I know. But he's not coming back, so.
2: That was my guy, too, yeah.
0: man. Um, Mike Weber, I think, is a good one. I yep. think Cron um, Hignan, not being biased here, I think Cron Hignan would be nice. A guy, my fav- one of my favorites, I know you like Benny Snell. Um, one of my favorites... One of my favorites definitely is Miles Gaskin out of uh, Washington. I think he really proved himself in le- this last bowl game they had, too. And uh, if he has a good combine, I believe he's going to move up a little bit. But uh, yeah, I'd like to have Miles. What about this uh, David
2: Montgomery guy? From Iowa State? David Montgomery, huh? I- or Iowa State. Sorry about that. I mean, he's. He's a decent PPR back. I mean, he, he looks like he averages. They like said they've been giving him the ball 20, 30 times a game. His projected is a second round. I haven't heard much about him. That's why I'm asking. But, um, you know, I was nah, just curious. 5'11,
0: 219. Be a nice power back. What about. um?
2: I think Mike Weber, you hit it in the head. I
0: think Mike Weber is going to be a really nice back. Mike Weber, Crown Nigdon. Yeah. Dude, I don't know, man. I really like Miles Gaskin. But, uh, no, what about Lamichael Pirine? Dominated us. Yeah, Michigan, I is. mean that's Florida. You know
2: what? I I I can't really can take rec- away from you, that because you can
0: receive it, and and run, bro. Well,
2: the reason I can't, I, we just missing so many guys on that team. I want to see him against us with our real defense. You know right. what I mean? That's that's wrong. Did Rodney Anderson declare? Are you? I think he asked. I asked, I don't think he did. I'll love to double check on that. Get Some one of, of our guys behind him, the man. glass
0: to check on that. Hey, yes, he has. He did with Claire. Yeah, he's. I think he'd be nice too. He didn't have a stout season, but a lot of a lot of it because is because the season rode on Kyler Murray. You know, so
2: rode on Kyler Murray, and like I said, too.
0: What do you but think he about? Yeah, Rodney Anderson had a stellar season with uh with um what you call it?
2: What you would call it? Jesus, oh, like that's Browns a good college
0: right now. Baker game, <laughs> Mayfield.
2: No, uh, like I said, these two other positions I want to talk about is defensive end and inside linebacker. I really want to get your take on defensive end here. What do you think of Kalen Farrell, Chase Winovich, and Jalen Ferguson getting one of these guys? If you had to pick, would you get clean Farrell with your eighth pick, Chase, Chase Winovich with your second round pick, or Jalen Ferguson trade down, get him because and... this guy is a monster. If you've watched film on him, he's from Louisiana Tech. He's a f- quick first step.
0: He's a big I've, guy. I've seen I've seen some stuff on him. Um, I like him, but with that being said, no bias here either. Um, I love Chase Winovich's heart. Me um, too. Dude, he's got a heart of gold for football, and that guy I love. I love just his, he bleeds for football, and that's the type of guy that I like and and I want in my locker room right now. Um, I would rather take Chase Winovich, he reminds me of Clay
2: Matthews. I'm not even saying that because the hair, just (laughs) the passion. A lot of people are
0: gonna say no to that, though, and and, then I understand where they're coming from, but hear me out, man. I mean, this guy is. He didn't want to sit out the bowl game. He he pushed back his surgery. He played the bowl game, didn't re-injure himself, and literally came out saying he wasn't going to miss this game for anything. I he love would it. Miss it for the world, and that's that's what I love. And I want that in my. I want that in my. And I think that's my a, field.
2: I think that's a Lions player. I really do. I think it's a Patricia player. I honestly wouldn't if he's there in the first round with a last pick and Green Bay's on the clock or. I think they're taking him, but at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if the Lions trade up and grab this guy, um, in like the later of the first round. You got two third round picks, you got, what was it, one fifth round pick. You're gonna get another one compensation. You can wiggle your way around this if you really want this guy, and I think he yeah. could be there. I don't think he's gonna be there in the second round at eight, so you're gonna have to trade up. But if you really want this guy and you gotta make a leader of your team, which we desperately need leaders, I think I wouldn't be opposed to it.
0: No, not at all.
2: And then the inside linebackers, what do you think? Obviously, we love Devin White. He's he's definitely my lock for the eighth pick if he's there, just because our linebackers are so dreadful, in my opinion. Other than Kinnar, I mean, Davis, him and Davis in the middle, that's speedy linebackers right there, you know?
0: I would like that. We need somebody to take over Christian spot.
2: But uh, Tevion Coney from Notre Dame is a very nice player. I really like Tevion Coney. He's a... Uh, He's an inside linebacker there too. He sometimes plays outside with their scheme. He's six one two forty. He's he's kind of the heart of their defense there, the you know. And I just you know I don't know. I just I really like him. As I really for think that.
0: that we're gonna look to fix this position free agency, just because of how big the outside linebacker slash inside linebacker market is gonna be. Um, but. I do I do like this guy because he could be a, a late rounder and that being said we could fix the position in free agency and get him from better insurance right correct and and he learn behind the guy we grabbed so um no I like I like that
2: and then what I like too is this uh, Trey Lamar from Clemson I mean this guy is 6'4 255 he's a little bit slower but he's just a monster he can he can even – he gets to the line like crazy. Uh, but the only thing that kind of questions me is the people he has in front of him. Is he is, Are they making this guy? You know what I mean? He's he's projected to be a third-round pick. Um, but, I mean, his stats aren't really that bad. You know, like I said, he's got a lot of tackles, decent amount of sacks, but he's got a couple picks. But is that because the Clemson defense, the front line is going to do that for him? So it's kind of a kind of game where we're going to have to wait till we get to the uh, combine to see that.
0: Yeah. No, I, uh, I, I, I got to be honest here. I haven't really watched much on him other than uh, these last few weeks. But uh, no, I, I agree. He's he's a little bit slower, but he has a lot of potential there on the line. And if, if that, he's got a lot of moves, and I like that. Yeah, he does have a
2: lot of. He's he's a big boy too, man. He's a real big boy. He's, he's a good leader. That they're saying right here. Uh, I don't know. I just I I think like the like you said the linebackers. If you can't get Devin White, I think you wait. But I think if Devin White's there, and you know you get Josh Allen is off the board, um, and you really don't, you do, you want, you don't need an offensive tackle because you kept Wagner. I wouldn't suppose, I wouldn't oppose taking Devin White, man. I really, I think, I think he's going to be the guy. If not if Greedy's there, I think you take Greedy just because of the defensive uh, talent and the D linemen and the linebackers in the draft. But if I had to pick, man, I would probably pick Devin White. If you had to pick right now, gun to your head, who would you pick? If, uh, say, you're at eight and you got Greedy Williams, Devin White, Josh Allen just went off the board, Colleen Farrell's still there, you trade down. If Greedy's
0: you, still on the board, I'm taking Greedy.
2: That's what that's that's what I'm thinking too. Greedy, or, it's between them the LSU boys.
0: Yep, that's right.
2: I don't think he's gonna be there though. I think. Ugh. Like you said, the, the mock draft next week. But I think uh, right there, I think Tampa Bay is going to grab him just because their defense I is think so he, dreadful. Yeah, he's going
0: to go up before number five. Yeah, I think he'll go five. Now, do you think we're even going to splash in on the uh, running back part of the draft here? Because we just, you know, sent, we we just had Kerwin Williams sign a futures contract to us. So,
2: well, think I mean, I'm not going still... to buy too much in on the Kerwin. But I would definitely acknowledge it if I'm Bob Quinn because Carrion isn't really the healthiest of the running backs. He's had a, a history of it. So I wouldn't mind, especially if you if you are thinking about moving on from Theo Riddick, which I'm not opposed to. Um, I to. love I love Theo, but, I mean, you got Carrion. And he's one to mention. Like I said, I love Theo. Don't get me wrong. But I think he would thrive in a too. team like Kansas City or something like that. If you can if you put Theo on Kansas City, man, with the way they play, I think he'd be a, a game-changer. I really would, and I'm not just saying that because Damian Williams does his work there. But I just the way the passing, you know, running back, the uh, receiving running back in this league, we don't use him enough because we do have carry on. So I wouldn't mind taking a, either a power back like Benny Snell or taking another back like Mike Weber or Kron Higdon or something like that Miles in fourth Gaskin. round. Miles Gaskin, you, you know, I I personally would do that anyway because I feel like running backs are they're they're just so nice to have in the NFL because they're always hurt. So if you do have one that's pretty much worth it, and the the, the rotation, you need to
0: have a stable of backs. Really. Exactly,
2: and I like Zenner, too. We can keep Zenner, so I'm not I'm not yeah. opposed to that. Especially I'm if right, we get rid the... of Theo. I say we I say we get one in the fourth or fifth round.
0: Oh, what do you think about Connor Cook? Do you think we're gonna try to look for a QB late in the draft now, or do you think that satisfied the coaches and uh, GM Bob Quinn?
2: You know what, dude? I don't know if it's smoking mirrors or not, brother. I um I know he really likes Stafford. He wants Stafford, but to for to protect yourself, I think if Stafford blows this year, you have to find a quarterback. But I don't think they're going to this year. Like I could see them maybe trying to get like a Will Greer if he's there in the second round. Hell no. But I don't want that. I really wouldn't. I would. We, we go. just are We I I don't I don't think it's gonna happen, but I mean
0: good organizations make these decisions. It's gonna be a guy we know little about if they do take somebody. Just yeah. like, you know, just uh not Deshaun Kaiser, uh what's his name? Who did we grab a couple years ago, same year as Kaiser?
2: Oh, fucking uh Kaya?
0: Yeah, Brad Kaya. Um yeah, th- you know it'll be somebody like that that we'll learn all about day of draft.
2: I wouldn't mind Ryan Finley from NC State in the third or fourth oh, round. Oh,
0: no, hole. dude. He looks real nice. I mean, he, he kind of <laughs> reminds me of Connor Cook, though.
2: No. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I get that. But I just, like I said, he's he's not. He's 6'4", 2'12". He's got that big body type. You know, he's he's somewhat not bad in the rushing category either. So, I mean, he's got a lot of rushing touchdowns. So, I don't know, man. It's I, I wouldn't take a quarterback, but good organizations do. They would take one to put pressure on their quarterback. I don't think Connor Cook's going to put pressure on Matt Stafford.
0: No, I don't either. But he, he does have tangibles. Hey, like Kels and I discussed earlier in the week. We, uh, we told you guys that we would be being in a uh, special guest, specifically for some NBA and hockey. But uh, today, it's going to be mainly focused around NBA fantasy lineups. Um, we're going to be joined by our friend, Big Zack. Who's been on a hot streak with these lineups and just recently hit for 850? So I'd suggest listening on these lineups, babies. What you got, buddy? Hey, boys. Grab me on. No, oh, without a doubt, buddy. Anytime.
1: Kind of sad right. I don't, my uh, Uncle Bill couldn't be here to witness this, but you know, life goes on.
0: Roll him off your tongue.
1: So, all right. Start off a little bit of DraftKings NBA tonight. For point guard, and this is my lock for tonight. DJ Augustine at 4.3 K. Been having some pretty solid games here recently. And uh, I think that he's gonna keep it up that cheap. He's gotta play him, plain and simple. Uh, Brandon Ingram, he is at 6.8 K. And he his value goes up if Kyle Kuzma sits out tonight. Definitely another lock. And this third one Another point guard play, a little iffy on is Dante Axum on Utah Jazz, 3.9k. Now, only play him if Ricky Rubio sits out. If Ricky Rubio plays, forget about it. I never said anything.
0: And then, uh, <laughs> Simple as that.
1: So, I like it. Down, down to the wire, right there. Yeah. yeah just, uh, like if you if you don't do this, then you fucked up. <laughs> just put it on you. <laughs> right, right. But uh, okay, there's a couple value plays in there too. But I'll move on to shooting guard, and this is uh, Michigan boy, your guy's boy, Tim Hardaway Jr., 6.2K going up. Yeah, buddy. I, he's just too cheap. He's been balling. He's baller. So. That's really cheap, actually. Yeah. I think it. It's player like him. Good play. And uh, all you Michigan guys will love that. So. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Why don't you score over six points in the Red Box Bowl? Come, come talk to me. All right. All right. Moving on. We're not talking <laughs> So, um, anyways, Jalen Brown on the Celtics at 4.8K. Marcus Morris is out tonight. Someone's got to soak up some of that usage. Think him. And also, Jason Tatum. He's another one of my picks at 6.3K. They'll soak that up. And no Kyrie. So, you know, there's a little bit of value there. And then, uh, Luka Doncic. Love him. New favorite player. Too cheap. He's been fucking balling out of his mind. So, I'm going to fire him up tonight. Then moving on, it's small forward. I don't have that many picks. A lot of these guys you can kind of move from shooting guard to small forward, power forward, yada yada. But if you can pay up for Giannis, just pay up for him. I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name. No I'm question. Kumpo. Ante yep, Antetokounmpo. Ante <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you can pay up for him, do it. There is a little bit of a blowout risk there, but, you know... That's a risk I'd be willing to take. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to move on from that. It's power forward. already said Jason Tatum. I like him. A little cheaper. He's going to get a lot of of usage. I like John Collins on Atlanta Hawks at 7.5K. He's just been destroying lately. And uh, they're playing Milwaukee, and Milwaukee cannot guard the power forward spot at all. Well said. Yeah and uh, move on to center. Now, I'm pretty split here. There's a few plays that I really like, but the one that I like the most is Hassan Whiteside at 6.8K. Now, no one's gonna play him because he's burnt so many people in the past, screwed over many lineups, including mine, and he's going up against Washington, and uh, they don't have anyone to stop him. So, Dwight Howard. You know, that whole power bottom issue. He's been out for a while, so not going to be able to play. And then my last spot, center spot, kind of a lock, is DeAndre Ayton at 7.8K. I think he's he's just been balling. He can't play defense for shit, but. I thought you were going Mo Bamba there for a second. I'm about to fucking start dancing. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, no Mo Bamba with Vucevic there. But, yep, so those are some of the plays I'm going to be filtering in and out tonight. No, this,
0: this is definitely very good, very good research and stuff. The that that's been covered by Big Sec here because I personally I don't really cover. Obviously, if you've been listening to the podcast, Helzer and I we don't we don't cover any other sports at the moment. We haven't been so involved in the NBA, so we thought we'd bring Big Sec in here to give us this. He's been
1: very knowledgeable,
0: you. very knowledgeable. Yeah. Um, Helzer here wanted to go on a little. Little fucking, what was it? A little competition like thing against him and have, uh, yeah, have I mean, why like, not? You, know, you know, critique know. his work here real fast. So, go ahead, Hills. all
2: right. Ian, I need to critique my lineup here. All right, all right, good. Damian Lillard at, uh, was it OKC? Hate it.
1: <laughs> Hate it. Hate <laughs> it. No, I'm just kidding. No, that's a good play. <laughs> I like it.
2: Terry Rozier.
0: Is that how sure.
2: you, yeah, that's how you say his name? Yeah, yep. he's going yep. against no, Dallas. Debuts.
0: If you have any discrepancies, like if you chose one of your guys, sack. If you chose one of your guys over Helzer's guys, I want I want you to explain why.
1: Right. No, I'll, I'll yell at him if I feel need be, but like, like big, big money. Paul George, got Paul big money. George, Yeah. Dude, I like that play too. I mean, he's starting to creep up there in price a little bit, but I mean, until he gets over ten k, I'd say just keep playing him. Yep. Yeah. Um. Let's go here.
2: Jaron Jackson Jr., your boy, fifty six hundred.
1: So Green. Uh, sh- Playing he's Brooklyn. Really, he's really solid defensively, but he gets in a lot of foul trouble. So, I, I might stay away from him if you can. But it, it's not a bad play. He can rack up the points. So, you think 56 is maybe a little too high? He should be around maybe like 5,000 or something or 4,800? Yeah, I'd say if he is like the lower five, maybe high fours, I'd play him. But... I don't know. I don't like him in that spot where he'll probably just get in foul trouble and, you know, fuck you over. See, this one right here I kind of was iffy on because
2: I I do like his game. But Stephen Adams against Portland at 6,900. I thought that was a little
1: too much maybe. Stephen Adams, he always stays like kind of in that price range. Like he'll go up in the mid seven sometimes. But, I mean, he's so damn good at just grabbing rebounds and scoring up close that he usually pays off that price tag. So, no, that's not a bad play. I feel game. like he gets to the line too. Yeah, yeah, and he'll get to the line, he'll get a couple apples here and there, but no, I like that. Uh dear boy DJ Augustine, forty three hundred. Augustine lock, load, next.
2: <laughs> Mikel Bridges, <laughs> four grand against the Clippers.
1: Nope, don't like that. Okay. <laughs> he just doesn't he doesn't score enough. Like you look at his box score and you'll see he had some good games, but you know, don't be a box score, buddy. That'll get you in trouble. <laughs> and I got Colin Sex at forty-eight hundred against Utah. Yeah, he's he's cheap, but I just the Cleveland Cavaliers as a, a whole—they just suck ass. So I kind of just stay away from them. Okay. okay. There it is. I love it. But uh, yeah, no. Thanks for having me on, boys. We can get going now. So. absolutely,
0: buddy. Anytime, yeah. you know that. Take it easy, son. See you boy.